Hello, everyone. Good evening or good morning, depending on who is listening and when. It's your girl, Teresa, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese. And tonight we are going to talk about traumas or trauma. It just depends on who it is. So I wanted to read a poem from my book. It's called A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. The title of this one is called You Stole My Innocence. And it goes, Maybe being naive totally cost me the innocence of my virginity. You made me believe that you were for me when you actually were against me. My father tried to warn me about your type but you were oh so carefully disguised. How would I have known that you only wanted one thing from me? I wasn't prepared or even aware that I was a part of a dare. That was a wicked snare. I trusted you, but I was a fool because I truly believed that you cared about me. But you made a stupid bet with your friends, one that you won, but I lost something in the end. You were very selfish, and it hurts me to know that I didn't give it, but you cunningly stole my innocence. And so, as you can see, this is talking about when I lost my virginity. Um, So, future hubby, I am not a virgin. (laughs) Therefore, I wanted to just talk about traumas because... um, As I am aging and as I'm looking over life, I do see how whenever a person experiences certain levels of trauma or trauma just period, um, it literally can affect how they judge people, how they perceive people. Um, It could actually hurt healthy relationships. Um, One great example comes to my mind. I remember that um, after being you know, pretty much, well, you don't know this, but after being misled by a few um, females, I started to have a distrust when it came to having female friendships. And one of my, um, she's actually been a friend for a long time now, but at the time, I remember she kind of grabbed me by my face and she was like, Teresa, I am not your past. Like, I'm not going to betray you. I don't want your man. I'm not trying to be with your man. Um, And pretty much when you go through situations where you have trusted someone to be close to your, you know, not necessarily, you don't expect them to sleep with your spouse, but, you know, just to have a friendship or a kinship with them. And then you find out that that friend has betrayed you. That's traumatic. But it also goes in terms of whenever you are dealing with, you know, let's say you are trying to keep a vow to yourself. You are trying to either remain abstinent or you do want to be a virgin until the day that you marry. And then you meet someone that just does not have your best interest at heart. How do you deal with that? So for me, I had to get counseling. And the reason being is because I noticed that I was making the same mistakes over and over again, unconsciously aware that I had not dealt with a lot of my unresolved issues. And so one of them was betrayal. Me being betrayed, me, you know, someone telling me, I can tell you the whole incident. So pretty much I was told, you know, oh, I'm a virgin. And the person was not a virgin. So, but it's like, I realized that 
some, some people will do just about anything to get whatever it is that they want, even if it means lying to you. So that's a sad fact. So that's the reason why that it talked about being naive, um, because I've had quite a few incidents where because I was not exposed to, let's say, the world, I was a very sheltered um, young lady. And because I was sheltered, there were a lot of people that knew that I pretty much just didn't have a clue. And so they took full advantage of me, full advantage, didn't think twice, did whatever they needed to do, treated me however they wanted to treat me, mistreated me, lied on me, whatever suit the bill, they did it. Um, and it took a minute for me to just process that. Um, and then when I did start to process it, once you process certain things, you know, some people turn bitter, some people become angry, some people do all of it. Um, some people turn violent, very volatile. Looking back, I think that was really my issue. Um, I fought a lot. I cursed a lot. I fussed a lot. I was, I turned into like a very bitter person. Um, I started looking at everyone sideways. <laughs> like, are you for me or are you against me? I need to probably know that now before I get too close or let you get too close to me. Um, so I remember those moments oh so clearly in my mind. Um, and it really... It does something to a person's psych whenever, you know, when you have a desire because you know that you're genuine, that you have a desire to be surrounded by honest, wholehearted people. And then you find out because you haven't been exposed to a lot. Because the way that I was raised, like my mom raised us to be honest. My mom raised us to have integrity. She raised us to pretty much, pretty much according to like the Ten Commandments. I, at least I felt like that. <laughs> um, I remember watching a rated R movie and literally feeling so guilty I cried um, because we were raised not to do that. You know, so it was just, I don't know, looking back at my life and looking back at some of the people that I trusted only to find out that by trusting them, it created so much trauma and then once you come into the knowledge of like, you're just not healthy for me. You know, you're not healthy for my mental. You don't mean me any good. I think you really, uh, you're either feeling some type of way about me. Maybe I did something to you indirectly, didn't know it, whatever the case may be. But now you're, you're treating me like I'm your enemy. And then trying to not hold it against them later. Like it's, uh, there's been so many incidents where I've experienced being molested. I've experienced being raped. I've experienced being lied on. I've experienced being betrayed. And it's like, it leaves these cracks <laughs> within the mold of who you are. And then you're trying to put the pieces together, even though you're still broken. And you're trying to operate in a, a sense of normalcy, even though you're still hurting. And some of these people you may be related to. So then when you're in an atmosphere and you're around the offender and you're trying your best to hold your composure, at least I was. Um, and I don't even know where I got that from. I don't even know where protecting the molester, protecting the person that violated me. I don't even know where that came from. But I do know that if you're not careful, 
you can pass that down. You can pass that down to your children. And so um, now when I recognize that someone is not good for me, I use my words. <laughs> I don't think I used my words back in the day. I just kind of, you know, would get into my little shell and let them say or let them do whatever they wanted and let it go pretty much. Um, and then eventually I would explode. And when I would explode, it was never, ever a pretty sight for anyone. Um, and I think that's where the violence came in. It's like I just kept holding it in and holding it in until I couldn't take it anymore. And then when I finally exploded, it was just like, who is she? This ain't the same cute little, you know, <laughs> cute little girl, um, mild temper girl. This is I don't know who this is, but it's because I literally held my peace and I was suffering on the inside. So when it comes to trauma, that's one of the things that um, I'm hoping and praying that in the course of me learning about myself, me healing in certain areas, that you also are recognizing any areas where you have experienced trauma and that you're either getting the help that you need, processing it the right way, um, recognizing if you have any vices. Because like I said, I knew with my, my vice was... My actual vice was sex. So for whatever reason, I believe that um, I would use sex as a means to make me feel like, oh, well, if this person is being intimate with me, then that must mean that they love me or that must mean that they desire me. All of that was lies. All of it was lies. All of it had everything to do with instant gratification. Had nothing at all to do with the person loving me or caring about me or whatever. It just literally was just like, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear so I can get what I want to get. Um, and so, yeah, I'm glad that I learned from that. And the older that I'm getting, it, you know, so much easier for me to say no. Um, but when you're going through situations, you, you can't pinpoint why you're responding the way that you're responding and you don't even realize you're doing this because there is something that has been lying dormant within you such as a traumatic experience that you have not taken the time out to process so then it ends up bleeding in different areas of your life and by the time you realize it you've either destroyed another yet what could have been healthy had you used your words had you figured out a way to articulate this doesn't feel right i'm not sure why this doesn't feel right but when you do x y and z it's making me feel like this sometimes that's a trigger so it could be a way that a conversation is being held it could be the tone of voice that someone is using and you don't even realize that it's not the person it's it's for whatever reason, how they said it, it triggers something in you that happened to you when you were five or when you were 15, but you never dealt with it. So then the minute that they come at you in that tone, it's an automatic defense that goes up because it's like, wait a minute, who do you think you're talking to? When in all actuality, because that child and you never spoke up, guess what's happening? Now you want to speak up as an adult. And you're, you're literally taking all that stuff from when you were five and you're bringing it all the way up into your adult. And now you're yelling and screaming because it's the child in you that never got a chance to heal. Never got a chance to heal. And all the child is wanting to do is heal. 
And so I hope that your inner child is healing. I hope that you're taking the time out to figure out what it is that makes you, um, what your triggers are, that you recognize the trauma that is taking place in your life and that you're doing something to mend those fences so that whenever we do meet, we are both able to use our words and we are both able to articulate and communicate to one another in a loving way. When you do this, this is how it makes me feel. And you're able to tell me, Teresa, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. And then we find a happy medium. Now, I understand it's not going to always, you know, be it's not going to always be peaches and cream. However, one of my strongest desires is that whenever God sends me my purpose partner, that we will be able to do life together, that I will bring out the best parts of you and that you will bring out the best parts of me. And that even when there are parts of me that you don't like and vice versa, that we have learned to love each other in such a way that those parts remain covered as we both heal. And so I am going to conclude tonight's podcast. But before I do so, let me go ahead and read one of my letters to my future hubby. And this one, it says... Dear future hubby, the time is now 12.54 a.m. Guess what today is? It's my 47th birthday. However, I hope I didn't read. Oh, this is a new one. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. I just want to make sure I wouldn't read the same one twice. However, I made belated birthday plans for January the 16th at True Lux. This birthday hits a little different. Truth be told, I could have made plans to be out of town on my birthday weekend. But the more I thought about it, do I really want to do something big or plan wisely and do something big later on down the road? I understand that today is a special day. And my son Xavier even encouraged me to go out of town or something like that um, so that I wouldn't look back and regret not doing anything special for my birthday. However, I'm truly content at the moment. In fact, launching my podcast, Dear Future Hubby, was an early birthday gift to myself, and I've been riding on this cloud for the past couple of days. I may go on a mini shopping spree, but that's about it. And I might open a glass of wine, sweet red wine, just so, you know, you're listening. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) To be exact, to toast to turning another year. Besides that, I'm simply grateful for my life. I love you. Love, Teresa. Now, just a tidbit, just to let you know, I did end up going out of town. So I ended up going to Fredericksburg, um, and I took my two youngest children with me, my son, Xavier, and my daughter, Ariana. And we actually had a really blessed time. What I loved most about that trip is that I learned something about my son. And so... I didn't know that he was so musically inclined and he literally was my DJ there and my DJ coming back. So even though I was driving, honey, I was definitely dancing. And so I had the best time with them. I laughed so much and I just received so much love on my birthday and even after. And so that You know, it's like when I think about my life and I think about a lot of things that I've encountered and gone through and not saying that I'm the only person that has gone through some things. I'm sure there's 
everybody's gone through something. But it's like when I look back over my life, the one thing that I'm grateful for is that the love that I have put into the atmosphere, God has a way of sending it right back to me like a boomerang. And so yesterday it felt like a boomerang effect. I felt the love. I cried tears of joy. I expressed my appreciation to so many people. And I just, I felt it. I, I was in a space that I have yearned for, for years. And it felt so right. And it felt so good. And I am so grateful to be age 47. I hope that wherever you are, that you are enjoying your life. I hope that you are embracing each and every moment. And I hope that you are taking care of yourself. First of all, because I need you to find me. And second of all, because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed night. Bye. And thank you for listening.